Welcome to Human Impact Stories, hosted by Eileen Sweeney and Amy McGuire, two business leaders with background in corporate social responsibility and community outreach. More than human interest, these stories have human impact. And now, Human Impact Stories. Hi, this is Eileen, and on this episode, we have three guests, all of whom are heroes in their communities because of the grassroots impact they have on the issue of homelessness. Bruce Johnson, Lisa Chesser, and Beth Ross, all of whom consider themselves just regular people. But each has found unique ways to help those who are homeless or who are getting back on their feet in the Tampa Bay area. And as this is the holiday season, they each give us a way to get involved. And uh, why don't we start with you, Bruce? Okay, I'm Bruce Johnson, and my wife Beth and I were just just regular people, you know, trying to help somebody out however we can. Okay, and um, uh, how about for you, Lisa? Why don't you just tell us who you are? Uh, I'm Lisa Chess. I'm a regular person too. <laughs> However, I have a, a nonprofit now, Hope on the Horizon. Okay. And um, basically, I'm just the person who's standing up for our community. I'm the um, mini Amazon. Okay, I love it. Uh, and Beth, how about you? Uh, I too am just a regular person. Uh, started six years ago, almost six years ago, uh, with $100. Uh, helping the homeless and having a uh, burning desire to uh, help get them off the street, restore a little dignity. Okay, so the common thread for today is going to be um, how we can help people who find themselves homeless and, and how we can help this community. And we're really fortunate to have three guests today who are doing that in tangible hands-on, grassroots ways. So why don't I start with you, Beth? Why don't you tell us um, about your organization and how you got started? We got started with $100 uh, almost six years ago, and uh, I just wanted to buy blankets for the homeless because I hate being cold, and I uh, came across a gentleman on a uh, park bench, a bus bench, that was uh, homeless and it broke my heart because the gentleman was uh, very ill and needed to have surgery. Um, he wasn't a bum, he wasn't an alcoholic, he wasn't a drug druggie. He was just someone that something bad happened to him. And that's what happens to a lot of the homeless. It's just something bad happens, you know, one of the life, something just bad happens. So we started um, buying blankets for him and then passing them out. Uh, and we've, gosh, we've passed out probably 10,000 blankets in the last six uh, years so far. But besides blankets, we also pass out um, hygiene kits. And this year um, for Christmas, we always pass them out at, at Trinity Cafe, both locations on Christmas Eve. And this year we have um, bags filled with blankets, hygiene products, masks, I mean, everything you can imagine. So um, just got started, got just uh, helped us uh, move along and get, uh, uh, be able to help more people. That's 
Really great. Um, Bruce, why don't you talk a little bit about your journey? Sure, sure. Well, Beth and I started, I mean, I'd say a, a few years back or over the course of our relationship, we, we've always, like, when we've seen somebody homeless on the street that looks really down or something, we, we've we've tried to help, you know, on and off kind of how we can. And us, But usually that just meant, you know, hey, just giving them some money and to meet whatever need they had in the short run. And, you know, I kind of, we kind of felt kind of helpless in the sense that we could make a difference in their day maybe or for a couple of days, but we couldn't make a meaningful difference long-term in their life. So we started to try to make some connections in the community with others who were having a more meaningful impact in the lives of some of the homeless. That's when we, we met Beth and we met Lisa. And once we met Lisa, my eyes, our eyes really got wide open because we didn't realize it, but within five minutes of this beautiful high-rise condo we live in, all nice and warm and comfy, there's over 300 people living outside in the woods. Yep. And it's actually, it's, it's heartbreaking. And all, all three of us, or all four of us on the call know Thomas Brown. And Thomas was kind enough to take me in the woods with him a few times to actually find people and, and uh, try to find a few veterans or others to, to pull out and take to a hotel and kind of get set up. And, um, and just, just seeing the conditions and talking to some of the people, it just, it just, it changed me. I, we've, we've just sort of never been the same. We just want to continue to see how, how can we help, you know, the, uh, you know, I like to think of it as like the least of his children, you know, like in Matthew 25, 40, where, yeah. where Jesus said, whatever you did for the least of my children, you did for me. So we're thinking, yeah. you know, what better way to serve, serve God, serve Christ and to, you know, directly than to help the least of his children. Um, well, that's that's really wonderful. And this is sort of the common thread, I guess, here is that um, there is a lot of connections that that help us to do this kind of work and um, recognizing, I guess, that the the job is enormous. And so many hands also make the work a little bit lighter. Uh, Lisa, why don't you tell us about your organization and how you got started? I got started probably about 15 years ago. So I actually started with just helping veterans through the American Legion Post 138, but during my travels, and that was after my homelessness, when the frustration of trying to find where to go, what to get, got two kids, where do you, you know, where do you start? That's why I try right. and tell these people, come with me, take away your phone, your car, put city where you don't know where it is and say, this is it. You're on your own. It's hard. The connections, thanks to Bruce, are like coming together and finding different places. Um, so I started furnishing the veterans that were in the woods and feeding them as I got going. I couldn't feed one without the other. Right. And then at that point, um, it grew. And once that I couldn't go any farther with just feeding the veterans, that's when I had to back off and say, I need to feed all of them. I need to help all of them because yep. there is so many. So with that said, I just kind of stopped with the Legion, started on my own. Everybody said, no, you need a name. You need a name. I said, great, What's the name. And so we came up with Hope on the Horizon because so many people are hopeless and we want to get rid of the less and just give them hope. So now I kind of help everybody join to find where there has to be a connection and where help needs to go. Yeah. I feel like I'm the mother of the forest. I can tell you another bad name I am of the forest too, because these people need guidance. They're like children once they're out there. They need to know when they have a doctor's appointment, a court appointment, 
you know, hey, did you go over here? Hey, we there's meals here being served. I'm going to bring out food. So um, once they they get disoriented, I think, after being out in the woods, I have a couple that's been out there for 15 years plus, not so much by choice, by but not wanting change. So in order to get change, you have to coax them into it by having respect for them and not downgrading them. So um, with the help of COVID bed, um, we've got a whole bunch off the streets and now we're in the process of placing them. So while they're getting placed, um, they don't have any furniture. And at that point, we actually fill their house with furniture. So we put out furniture. 12 people last week, seven this week, and we're going to continue with seven every week till they're all have a home and bedding and clothing and food. Okay. So as far as what we do, we'll do anything. If somebody needs help, if they need their long insurance pay, I'm going to find, we're, you know, I'm jumping in there and I'm screaming, hey, I need help here. This is what I need because it's yep. us as a community. Yep. Right. So we're, we're set. Fund it. We we get no grants. If you want a grant, you got to make a hundred thousand to five hundred thousand. Well, yes. if I had, I probably wouldn't need a grant. <laughs> I keep telling them, but I, you know, so maybe they can get out some smaller ones. But we feed right. them, clothe them, do them, take them to where they need to go, and um, yep. trying to make some fun, loving activities to teach them how to socialize again. Yep. So um, a couple of things, uh, Lisa. Uh, how many people did you say have? Um, during the pandemic have found homes? Well, I'm going to tell you 120 and counting. And that's just from one program. Oh, that's, that's really terrific. Um, how about, how about for you? Because that's sort of a pandemic related, you know, story. Um, how about for you, Beth, during the pandemic? What, what have you witnessed? Well, I know that uh, Tampa put, a lot of homeless in hotels, which was good. And at first they had the tent city and then that came down and that's when they put them in hotels. Mm -hmm. But what we were able to do is we were uh, able to continue to pass out masks for one thing, because that was a big deal, that and hand sanitizer. And then the same thing, we're just passing out clothes, passing out uh, blessing bags um, that contain, you know, blankets and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we continued to do that throughout. I couldn't do it because um, of an, an illness. My husband couldn't do it because he is 73 and has had a, a diabetes for a long time, as well as he, he got a nice case of the shingles. That was fun. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know, it's terrible. So, But we have uh, several homeless friends uh, that are, um, we just absolutely love so much. And so what they did is we provided all the items for us. They would come by our house, pick everything up, and then take it out. Um, I was very blessed to have been given 100 McDonald's gift cards. Um, So those were in the bags as well, because at least they could get a meal. And we always um, pass out uh, bus passes as well so that they have, you know, some sort of transportation. So, Bruce, what what have you seen during the pandemic? Um, Any changes, any thoughts? Yeah, my observation was, and Beth's also like, 
we ride our bikes around a lot, especially in the downtown area, Riverwalk, and it's where a lot of homeless uh, people live. And it just it's it's been a real struggle because um, we the, the the friends that we talk to it's they couldn't find any place to take a shower. They locked up all the public restrooms, for example. Yeah, this yeah. town. It's like the government offices were closed a lot of times. So if you lost your ID or got it stolen, you couldn't get an ID printed yep. or anything. You know, it's just it's just crazy. And the, and the the organizations that hand out food, they're just it's more like grab and go now. You can't really come in and sit down and get a hot meal. It's like, you know, here, get a bag of food and, and take it with you, which is great. But it's only like maybe between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. So you got to you got to eat during that time. You know, there's you can't go sit down and get dinner somewhere. So you kind of have to, you know, they just had to had to navigate it. And, and, and they're 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 they learn to survive. I mean, they survive however they can. So um, and they're, fortunately, there's a lot of great organizations that that are out there helping. But mm-hmm. it's it's still the needs are the needs. I'd say the needs were even greater during COVID than they were before. Yeah. Can I go ahead? Sure. I know that um, Trinity Cafe, where you used to be able to go in and they could get a hot meal, um, they even they couldn't do that anymore. And so a lot of the homeless that did go uh, because they serve 285, 290 people every day. So what they started doing is putting them into go boxes and people would line up and they would just pass them out that way. So at least they were getting a hot meal that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know um, that uh, f- for all of the three of you, it's very grassroots, very hands-on. And we also know as we've been doing this um, podcast uh, and had an opportunity to talk to lots of nonprofits, uh, sometimes it's all about um for some of them, it really is about infrastructure so that they can, you know, reach more people. And that, I guess one thing we wanted to talk about today was how individuals can make a difference. And you're certainly telling us that. Lisa, I understand you have an idea, um, and you mentioned it a little earlier, about um, maybe having fun or enjoyment. Do you want to talk about what your vision is for that? Yeah. So um, I have a Christmas party every year. We have we also serve hot meals on Thanksgiving. Bruce was there. He helped. So that was awesome. And then I took hot meals out to the hotels by the end of the day. But coming up December 19th, after our kids' party, we're going to have a movie for the homeless. And so we got this big blow-up screen and a projector. South Tampa Fellowship's going to come and cook the food. I'm working on some other people to make little goodie bags like popcorn and drinks. And we're going to get a bus, a passenger van rather than a bus, I wish a bus, and drive around and pick them up and bring them. And we'll have um, backpacks filled with different items and goodie bags. Some will have cash in them. Nobody will really know. And just kind of bring them all together and have a good time. That's, That's great. great what what is, um, what is the inspiration for that? Where, where did that come from, Lisa? Uh, because I keep, tra- I mean, for a couple of years, actually, when I talked to Bruce, he brought some people up and he goes, one thing, one thing that you want to do, what is it? We can help. And I said, I want to have a movie. I want to get these people together so they can see face to face and just socializing. You got to be able to get them to socialize. A lot of them become distant from one another and then they yeah, become they harmful to one another. But if they can see that we can sit down, have a meal and a movie and all get along that gives you hope for a better tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. 
Bruce, what do you what do you think about the the movie? Oh, it, we're really looking forward to it. I've got a, a few guys from my men's Bible study group that are that are pitching in. They're they're also putting together some things for the event, and uh, we're gonna have some volunteers and also help you know cook out with the cook trailer with the burgers and the the hot dogs or whatever we we cook out. Uh, so yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be fun, and and our hope is that the the homeless that are able to come have such a good time that the word kind of spreads and maybe it becomes like a monthly event that we can have and, you know, and something they can look forward to. And, and, and also we'll have things set up there where, you know, some resources potentially, you know, depending on, on, on what the needs are, where we can meet some needs at the same time while we're having some fun. It's uh, it's just so wonderful. And I think it's an example of, the kind of innovation that's also happening right now. Um, we are in such an unusual time. So this is just one more way. Uh, Beth, I know that your big event, or at least historically, has always been around Christmas. What will that look like this year with the pandemic? Well, because we can't go into Trinity and pass out blankets, we have um, <clears throat> two and a half gallon bags um, Ziploc bags that have blankets, towels, soap, and all the hygiene products in them. So what we're going to have to do is just take the bags and deliver them to Trinity, uh, the location on Nebraska, and then the location on Bush as well, and um, just drop them off and let them pass them out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would love to have, uh, Bruce, if you and your wife would, would be interested in, in helping that would be great because we can't do it by ourselves. We can't be in two places at one time. Yeah. So, sure. Yeah. Just let us let us let us know the information. We're if if we're if we're available, we'll definitely be happy to help. Yeah, it's and, Christmas Eve during the day. Okay. So yeah. one of the reasons that uh, I wanted to get all of you because you really are hometown heroes um, to me, and I think our listeners are going to want to know just about how they can be helpful. And so Beth gave a very um, specific way that someone could be helpful. And we've heard some of the tactical and the, and the kinds of things that Bruce has done by bringing his um, Bible study group and his you know, church and others together there. And, and we've heard from you as well, Lisa, about um, you just muscle the troops. It seems like, you know, uh, the, um, how can people get involved? So we'll go around and, and just, if you have some ideas, but definitely give us the name of your, you know, if you've got a, um, a website that they can go to or some way that they can connect with you, let us know that. And, um, we'll also put in there, if you give us that information, when we publish this, we'll put in, if you want, your email addresses or a way to connect with you. So um, why don't we start with, um, why don't we start with you, Beth? How, how can, and I'm going to phrase the question again. So Beth, how can people be helpful to you? Right now we have um, blanket boxes all over Tampa, and I can send you the addresses of where they are, but people can drop off blankets. They can, uh, drop off hygiene items in there, all travel size. Um, and what we do is my husband, God bless him, uh, is my, uh, is my because I'm, I'm recovering from back surgery. So I can't drive yet. 
So Ray is going out and he's picking up blankets and bringing them back or dropping off more boxes. Um, but, uh, you know, that's one way that uh, people can help. Um, they can uh, also probably donate. Can they donate on your website? They can definitely donate. We are uh, always looking for financial donations. That would be great. <laughs> we have a um, an art project also that we're working on. And it's something where the homeless can go and draw a picture of how it feels to be homeless on the street. And what we're doing with that is we're taking a picture of the uh, picture and transferring it to a T-shirt. And then the person that drew the picture, if that T-shirt is sold on our Facebook page, then they get the money for the, for the sale of the shirt. So we're trying to let them express how they feel, but also give them a little money in their pockets too. But, um, but my website is www.blankettampabay.org and, and uh, they can call me as well. My phone number is 813-300-9277. Okay. It doesn't get more grassroots, I don't think, than giving your phone number out. So right. <laughs> I think that that's, uh, that's quite, uh, quite wonderful. And um, how about for you? Uh, let me stop myself for a minute. Uh, Beth, that is just so terrific about how does, how does it feel to be homeless? Yeah, because that's, a lot of people don't they, don't, they don't understand what they go through. They don't have bathrooms right available to them. They can't mm -hmm. go into the kitchen and fix a snack if they feel like it. They can't mm -hmm. go do this or go do that. So uh, I just think it's important for them to be able to, to tell how they feel, you know, draw a picture of it. Let it be something that people can, can see. You know, oh. um, I think that the t-shirts could also, if they don't want them, them to be t-shirts, they can just be a picture. Of, I can, I could frame it. Um, but it's just something that, that uh, gives them a chance to express how they feel oh, and give them a little money in their pocket. But it's also, I think, affirming and showing dignity and respect and everything else. And that's, um, yeah. that's wonderful. So, Lisa, how about you? How can people be helpful to you? Um, best way, if they know somebody who needs help or can help. The best way is to text me at area code 813-376-1662. I have a Facebook page. They're working on a web page. My problem is, is when I get off work, my boots are on the ground. So yeah. I have one lifeline to make the connections, do the pickups, drop off, run around, pick up food, drop off food, clothes. And so that's really the best way to reach out to me. So how can people help you specifically for this um, movie night. Is there something that that you specifically need, or they can be helpful to you? On? Um, because I'm thinking we're going to put blankets on the ground, but when we're done, they can take the blanket with them. So, if they want to donate blankets, any snacks or candy, I'm sure people have Halloween candy at their house <laughs> they want to get rid of, so that we can pack it up and give it to the people watching the movie. They don't have to sneak it in. We'll give it to <laughs> <laughs> um, So the best way for somebody to help you is to send you a text, it sounds like, or go to your yep. Facebook page. Okay. That's uh, correct. And Hope on the Horizon, Florida. And that way, um, 
I can get to them. I don't have messenger on my phone because that would really probably blow it up and my battery would be dead before I made it back home. <laughs> but I do have a charger. So that's why people will reach out to my Facebook page and I'll automatically send them the phone number and say, text me on this. Tell me what you need. Tell me how I can help you. You know, what do you have? And then we converse that way. Or Lisa Chester at msn.com. They can send me a um, email and I can respond to that. I check them the next morning. Like I said, I'm pretty much... Um, 18-hour day, boots on the ground, so between my day job and getting off work to run around, I stay busy, but it's so grateful. Oh, I'm so glad. And and Bruce, maybe uh, just tell us about some of the ways that that you've been spreading the word about what's going on in our community, especially for the homeless. Sure. I, we've been sharing, uh, we've created a video blog and also sharing on, on social media like Facebook and, and LinkedIn and whatnot, just um, random acts of kindness, I guess, um, yeah. where, you know, whether it's Beth and I helping someone or whether it's going to interview Marcia Hall with Mr. Bubbles, for example, who's given showers yeah. to the homeless on a given day, or, you know, whether it's watch what Lisa in action and what she does, or, you know, we, we feed the homeless and, and also the food insecure on Thursday nights over at the Gandhi Civic Center. Um, so there's, there's different ways. So we, just by sharing, I've had so many friends and, and connections just reach out and say, gosh, I'm, I'm busy with work all the time, but I can afford to write a check. How can I be helpful? While we don't take donations directly, we're not a nonprofit, we can coordinate, like maybe I'll send them to Beth or to Lisa, or chances are I've had, I've had people um, want to donate bicycles. I'll call Lisa. I'll say, hey, who, who needs a bicycle? Who needs transportation? You know, and, and off the top of her head, almost always she knows somebody. So yeah. whatever it is, I had a I had a um, friend send me a thousand dollars the other day and he said, Hey, just, um, I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I've had some success in my business this year. I want to help somebody. I've seen what you guys are doing. I just want to be helpful. And so what we did was we directed it to um, uh, the Timothy initiative where um, my friend, George Wood, his wife is helping a family. It was a single mother who needed a car repair. She was having to walk several miles to, to work as a cook. And if it's raining, I mean, just imagine her job was in jeopardy and, you know, she had to make her rent. She had kids. I mean, it was a it was really critical for her to be able to have her car repaired. So that's where that went. So there's always a need. There's never not a need, right? Absolutely. <laughs> you are it's so, um, it's so great too, Bruce, because I think the approach that you've taken of uh, telling the stories of, what's going on in our community, both from that helping side, but also that need side. You've seen that um, the outreach has come from people who are in need, not only those who um, are able to help. Right? Yeah, who would, I never realized that the homeless were on Facebook. Yeah, and <laughs> they, I, yeah. They've got phones, they're on Facebook. I've had so many homeless people, I'm sure you guys have had the same. They reach out, hey, well, hey I see you're helping this person. What about me? I could use some help too. Yep. And yep. so we've, we've made some connections that way. So yeah, if anyone wants to, to reach me, um, brucejohnson.net is my personal website. That, all my contact information's there. And I'm, I'll, I wanted to share this. We're changing the name of our video blog. So okay. by, the time this, by the time this comes out, we're going to be God's Gophers. Here's our, here's our oh, that's so wonderful. It says we run his errands because after all, it's really God that's giving back. It's not us. He's just using us to run his errands, right? Yep. That's correct. Oh, I love it. I just love it. And so we can 
look at all the things we can uh, encourage our listeners to do. Go to your websites, text Lisa, call Beth, and then also go to God's Gophers. I love that. I love that name. Godsgophers.com. Godsgophers.com. Oh, that's so great. Well, thank you um, all. And uh, I, I, so happy that I'm getting to connect those who didn't know each other, but also to just even briefly shed some light on what you're doing, the, the, the ways that you are making the difference in the community, but you're doing it um, so close, so close to the, the end user. There's not a lot of layers. It's, it's you and the people that you're helping. And uh, we know that our listeners oftentimes feel that same way. How can I get close to the, to, to the problem and be part of the solution? I think you've given really good ideas today. So thank you all. And um, this will be coming out in hopefully the end of this week, if not next Monday. And um, uh, I'll let you all know and you can you know promote it and send it around, but um, you're all awesome. Really great. And Lisa, I'm so sorry about all the the back and forth and and but you figured it <laughs> oh, out. Oh, that modern technology! I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So thank you all. And any last questions before we say goodbye to each other? Um, Kenneth, um, if I can help you, let me know too. Okay. I have a pickup truck. Where I'm willing to run stuff. I'm on the road all the time. Okay. And- Lisa, I want to stay in touch with you. I'd like to um, uh, contact you again because I want to partner with you. Um, we both are doing the same thing, and we might as well be under the same umbrella instead of trying to to do. Oh, absolutely! That's exactly absolute. what I believe. I it's interesting. It. You, you guys, you guys, both Lisa and Beth, both share the same. Uh, sorry, yeah, you, Lisa and Beth, you guys both share a similar vision of an urban rest stop. Oh, yeah. you can provide services from a fixed location. So yep. you got, you guys would enjoy having a conversation. I know we, we need to get together. And also I will uh, mention that we are back during the uh, pandemic. We were not able to go out and serve on Monday nights, but we're back out. We've been doing that uh, for about four or five weeks now where we're serving uh, people that come out. We used to serve 265 and right now we're only serving about 70, but it's growing each week. So, and they get a hot meal and they get clothes. That's great. Awesome. I want it to be less though, Beth. I'm hoping they're off the street. We're going to get them all off the street. We have to. I've got two staffing companies that said that they would help find them jobs and I'm working on it. Oh, that's so great. Okay, so it makes me realize we're going to have to have a reunion to see <laughs> how all of this has played out. But once again, thank you so much. Thanks for your time today, and but mostly thanks for the work that you're doing. And um, I know people are going to love hearing your stories. So thank you mm-hmm. so much. Thank God you for everything you. you do, Eileen. Oh, my pleasure. Bye, okay, bye. You. See you bye. soon. Bye. Human Impact Stories is produced by Jody Locke with technical support and editing provided by Kevin Tice.